Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. I have an exciting and interesting topic to discuss today. I'm coming to you today from a rainy Wednesday morning in England. We had a very sunny weekend, but now I would say it's gone back to normal. It's raining, cloudy. You might hear some of the rain on the window, so I'm not sure if that is a nice background for you or not. So today's topic is one that I am very passionate about. It's been something that I have been struggling with for years and I've been trying to improve my skill in this area. And this is how to create a good study routine in English. So in this episode, we'll be exploring some practical advice as to how you can create a regular study routine and improve your English quickly. So some of you may know I am currently studying Japanese and Chinese and I've been doing Japanese for a long time and I started out very unsure as to how often I should study but I quickly learnt from my mistakes and today I want to share my mistakes with you share what I learned. So I'm not so good at introductions, so let's get right into the information today. So people often ask me this question. They might ask me something like, how can I improve my English quickly? Or how much time does it take for me to learn English? Now, many of you will know this is an impossible question to answer. So I will often answer this question with something very vague. Now, vague means not clear, not specific. So for example, I would say, it depends on the person, everyone is different, and this is definitely true. But there is still a lot more that we could talk about, I think. So in this episode, I have divided my advice into three steps with one bonus piece of advice. Uh, the first step we will look at now, and it's the most important. So this is step one, make it regular. So regular, that is the key word here. So what I mean by that is that we should find some time every day where we can study at the same time if possible. You know, the mind is very tricky. The mind will create associations with a time of day and an activity. So if you always wake up and drink coffee, your mind will always want coffee when you wake up, even if you don't have it. And it's the same for study. Whatever time of day you study, it should be the same if that's, if that's at all possible for you. There's one thing that I really strongly believe, and that is no one, no one has free time. So have a think about it. Throughout your whole day, is there ever any point at which you're just staring at the sky, doing nothing? 
Maybe you do that at work, I don't know. <laughs> but I think for most people, they are busy every second of the day. Maybe some of the busyness is fun, like watching TV, but there's always something happening. So it's not really possible to find time. I think we should make time. So you should make English learning your priority and squeeze it into your schedule somewhere. You might have to sacrifice something else. For example, half an hour less time playing video games or reading and use that time on English. So for more practical advice on the time, of course, you need to first figure out if you are a morning person or an evening person. As for me, I'm definitely a morning person. After 6pm, my mind is like jelly. You know, I can't think about anything. I can't answer the simplest questions. So I definitely know that I have to study in the morning. Think about this for yourself and try experiment, you know. Try the morning and try the evening. See which one works out best for you. In terms of timing, my recommendation would be to study for one hour every day. One hour. This sounds like a lot of time. And it is, to be fair. It is. One hour every day will add up to about 15 days in one year. So that's 15 days non-stop study. Which is really crazy, but that's fantastic if you can do that. And I really believe one hour you will see fast improvement in your level, in your ability. I should also mention though, do not aim for one hour if you think you can't do it. The most important thing at this stage is to create that habit. So for beginners or for people just making their routine, I would recommend 10 minutes a day. So find 10 minutes every day, the same time, the same place where you can study. And try that for 30 days, try it for a month and see how it goes. Once you built that habit, then you can start increasing the time, maybe quickly, maybe slowly, but increase that time after that month and you will have a strong habit to build your routine upon. To summarize, be realistic. If you don't think you can stick to one hour, don't make a one hour plan. My final piece of advice here is to only study in one place. Sometimes. I'll get to that point in a minute. But what I mean is that it's really bad idea, generally, to study in bed, for example. Because when you're in bed, your mind will think of sleep, laziness, boredom. So if possible, find a desk where you can sit and study and it's always the same every time and your mind will be much more awake because subconsciously, that means without thinking, you know what you're going to do. So let's go back to that word sometimes that I mentioned. Now, I'm not an expert on the human mind, but I have heard studies of people who only study, say, in their bedroom. And then when they go out into the real world and start talking English, they find it very difficult because they're in a new environment and 
you have never studied in that environment before. So it might be a good idea to occasionally study somewhere outside your comfort zone, outside where you usually sit and study. For example, sometimes I will study on the train, I will study in a cafe, anywhere like that. And it will kind of bring your English learning out into the real world. So that might be something to think about too. Okay, so that is everything for step one. Let's move on to step two. Once you have the study routine, that's the most important part, but it will be very hard to follow if you don't have a plan of what you're going to study. So step two is what to study. Of course, it's very important to cover all the key skills that you need. So the key skills would include speaking, listening, reading and writing. And I would say vocabulary and grammar can be studied alongside each skill at the same time. So there are many different ways that you could make a study plan and it has to be personal. It's not something that you can copy from me. Probably not. Maybe it will work, but it's unlikely. Having said that, here's an example of, I guess it's an intensive all-round study routine for one hour a day. So you could start with 15 minutes of reading. And when you're reading, be sure to write down any new vocabulary or difficult grammar, followed by 15 minutes of listening and really intense focus on the language that you're listening to. I don't know, maybe you could listen to a podcast. That might be a good idea. How about this one? (laughs) Then you could study 15 minutes of writing example sentences and you can use the new words and the grammar that you learned from the previous activities to write some of your own sentences and get creative. Finally, 15 minutes of flashcards. So that would be words, vocabulary, sentences, that you have saved before on a flashcard app. I recommend Anki, uh, which I will put in the show notes as a resource of this episode. And those four things will make up one hour of study. And it's a lot to squeeze into one hour. So you you might want to consider separating that over a few days. Maybe one day of reading, one day of listening, whatever works best for you. But there is one thing that I have missed out from this plan. Did you get what it was? Yes, it was speaking. So speaking, maybe the most important thing. It's really not possible to have too much speaking in a language. But of course, everyone is busy. We all have things to do. So in my plan, I've recommended one or two days a week where you have some time to practice speaking with an online teacher. Now, why do I mention online? I may be biased because I am an online teacher, but I really do think online lessons are great. I do it in my language learning. It's a great way to learn in a convenient way from your own home, even in your bed if you want. Again, I wouldn't recommend it learning in your bed, but you could, it's possible. It's affordable, 
it's quick and there's a huge variety of teachers to choose from different accents different skill levels anything like that um, so yeah, maybe one or two days a week where you can practice everything you learnt with your teacher but of course don't be afraid to adapt the routine to your needs if you're only learning english because you love to travel then maybe you don't need writing maybe you decide that writing just isn't for you maybe you want to focus more on speaking so you can get rid of the writing and you could just do lots and lots of speaking so think about your goals for learning english and use that in your plan my final piece of advice for step 2 is something that i say is always the most important thing and that is it should be fun of course if it's fun if you're enjoying it then your brain will pick things up much more easily you know that feeling when you wake up and you go oh studying english again writing down sentences it's such a horrible feeling and it really doesn't help you learn very quickly so make it fun do what you enjoy and yeah you'll learn much faster in my opinion okay so we've got making a routine we've got what you're going to study the final step is how you can take it one step further and that is to integrate english into your life so by integrate i mean include combine i mean any free time you have you could be using english so here's some ideas of what you could do firstly you could listen to english can you guess what i'm going to say english podcasts of course maybe when you're driving to work or going for a walk uh, it doesn't have to be very deep listening you could listen very casually multitask and you might pick up some words and get used to a certain accent you could also try writing your to-do lists in english instead of your native language so every day you might want to write a list in english that says go shopping buy bananas clean the house go to work exercise it's a tiny thing that you could be doing to increase the amount of english in your life another idea would be to listen to more english music now many people might think music doesn't really help you're not learning when you're listening and sometimes that might be true depending on what kind of music you like but i really love music uh when it comes to language learning because it's a really good source of motivation maybe you're learning a bit about the culture as well but when you've got like a happy tune to sing along to when you're studying to associate with that language it really does help you learn and be more motivated to learn my final piece of advice here is maybe thinking about changing your phone language or facebook or instagram language to english So whenever you want to use your phone you have to use english to navigate through. So there are many more things you could do. Get creative, see how much english you can add into your life. And let me know your ideas. I would love to hear what ideas you have on english integration. Okay, so as promised, now we can look at one problem that you might encounter along the way. 
And I think this is really important to address because it's the reason many people stop, many people give up on their learning because they feel like they're not improving. That's the problem. What do you do when you feel like you're not improving? And it's a really serious thing. I had this myself in my Japanese. And I probably went about two years where I was very discouraged. I couldn't see any improvement. I always felt bad. I was comparing myself to other people. But this is completely normal. Most people go through this. So please do not worry about it. So, yes, my first piece of advice here is do not compare yourself to other people. No matter what you do, no matter how much you study, there will always be someone better than you. So rather than comparing yourself, maybe you could use them as a source of inspiration. Like, wow, I could be like that one day. That would be amazing. But there is one person that you could compare yourself to, and that is yourself in the past. So maybe you could try having a look at your old English notes, or maybe you've got some audio from the past. And you might be surprised at how much you've improved. This is what I did to get myself out of that horrible, stagnant place when I was in my Japanese learning. Is I looked at my old textbooks, my old notebooks, and I could see, wow, this is terrible. This language is so bad. And that really motivated me because I could see that I had improved, but it just didn't feel like it. So your confidence will definitely change throughout your. English learning、uh, adventure, let's say. Of course, when you're a beginner, you have no knowledge and no confidence. But that will really quickly change. Your confidence will shoot up as you begin to learn more vocabulary, more basic grammar as well.、Um, but then when you start speaking more and you get to the harder grammar, in the maybe the mid beginner stage, Your confidence will shoot right down. You'll feel horrible. And then it's kind of like a really hard challenge to get back up the hill again, back up that confidence,、uh, back up the confidence mountain. That's a good name, confidence mountain. As you learn to speak with people more and more, your confidence will grow until you get to the intermediate stage. And this is a really tough one. When you get to intermediate, which is maybe you know, B1 level, You'll be learning a lot more advanced vocabulary, and it's not everyday words. So, your vocabulary will be improving, but it won't feel like it because you're not using these words regularly. There's a really long area known as the intermediate plateau. A plateau is a very flat piece of land, and your confidence will not grow. You'll just keep slogging on, you won't see any change in your language. And this is where many people give up. This is just a reminder if you're in this stage, do not give up. Keep working forward. And once you get to the beginning of the advanced level, your confidence will shoot right back up. Confidence mountain. So I always say learning a language is like a roller coaster it goes up, it goes down, it goes up. And that is your confidence. So, it's important to have faith and to believe that it will go up again if you keep trying, keep studying. So, that's just a nice reminder, a motivational boost for you today, hopefully. 
Okay, so that is all of my advice today. Let's look at a summary of what I said. So there were three steps. Step one was to make a regular routine for your study every day. Step two was to cover all the key skills that you need in your language learning. And also don't forget to practice speaking with a native speaker or a teacher if possible. Step three was to integrate English into your life. And then the problem was to keep working even though you feel like you're not improving and stop comparing yourself. Oh, that was a lot of information, wasn't it? So I really hope you found this useful. Don't forget you can see the full transcript, the show notes, anything you want, all the resources over at my website at ewmichael.com forward slash podcast. In today's episode, I've been experimenting a bit. I try to experiment with the, the speed at which I'm talking. So today I've been talking a bit faster. This is more like my natural talking speed, maybe how I would talk to my friends. So let me know what you think. Maybe you would like me to slow down and make it a bit more clear. Or maybe you prefer natural native talking speed. So let me know what you think. If you have any questions for future episodes or anything at all, I always love to hear from you. So you can send me an email. My email address is info at ewmichael.com. Thank you very much for listening today. It's been great to hang out with you and I will see you next Wednesday for the third episode of the podcast. See you later. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.